Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome into the Alana Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Alana Enquirer publisher here with you, flying solo this afternoon. And boy, this became a newsy day and, and not the news I'm kind of almost expecting at any moment here. And maybe as I'm recording this, we'll, we'll get even more news uh, for Illinois football. Uh, no, it is not a defensive coordinator hire yet. Ryan Easterling and I went over some possible uh, defense coordinator candidates reported by Football Scoop on our last podcast. So if you want that discussion, go back and listen to that because it still applies as of right now, recording this at 145 on Tuesday, January 5th. But it's been a newsy day that includes uh, a lot of recruiting news for Illinois, including the first two commitments of the Brett Bielema era. And that includes one prep commitment, three-star, class of 2021. I think we can call him running back. At least that's what was on his graphic. Josh McCray out of Alabama. Also a commitment at a huge position in need from a transfer. The line I landed, North Carolina State linebacker Calvin Hart. So quickly, Brett Bielema putting his stamp on this roster before he even puts a final stamp on his coaching staff. So what is really interesting about this is, well, Bielema has help in the recruiting department from holdovers, right? Uh, He's obviously got his chief of staff now in place with the director of football operations, all of that. So he's got some help around him. But a lot of this is him. This is just the head coach recruiting I think these last two guys who he's got ties to both of them Josh McCray uh, at his enterprise high school the defensive coordinator there uh, Jed Kennedy was a longtime, very successful state championship winning quarterback at Wisconsin he coached Melvin Gordon of course Brett Bielma recruited Melvin Gordon to Wisconsin, also recruited another player of Kennedy's to Wisconsin, and they've maintained that relationship even as Brett has gone to the NFL. Did a story last week, but Brett even was texting Jed every year, uh, good luck uh, this season to Jed. So that that's just the relationship building. Even when you don't need something or he doesn't have players that can help him, uh, that I think is a really good sign for Illinois that he has these kind of connections. We've seen Brett make offers at St. Thomas Aquinas, right? A, a powerhouse down in Florida. Mike Epstein came out of there. Division one recruit after division one recruit comes out of St. Thomas Aquinas every year. And he offers both of Jason Taylor's boys. Yes, the, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, including 2021 safety Isaiah Taylor, uh, so that could be another addition possibly in this class. And 2022 tight end Mason Taylor, who's a really good power five prospect. Um, but also Calvin Hart goes by CJ. He's a Calvin Hart Jr. So he goes by CJ. Um, he uh, has a connection to Bioma through Dave Doran. Dave Doran, of course, the NC, sub, NC State head coach, was the Wisconsin defensive coordinator from 2006 to 2010 under one Brett Bielma before he took the Northern Illinois job, did fantastic there after taking over Jerry Kill's really good program, led him to an Orange Bowl with Jordan Lynch, uh, and he's done really well at NC State as well. Um, So I caught up for this podcast 
with R. Corey Smith, who's the editor of Pack Pride, and we break down C.J. Hart and what he can bring to Illinois. A redshirt sophomore who played uh, a lot the last couple years at NC State. He had 53 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, three sacks. Uh, last year had 18 tackles, three tackles for loss, two sacks, two forced fumbles. The pro football focus grade's not great. But let's be honest, Illinois just needs linebackers. They don't have enough bodies there right now. And this guy has been a Power 5 player who's played for a good program the last couple years and possibly had a chance to start. But NC State uh, had a couple guys that that decided to come back for some extra seasons. And it seems like he just wants a little bit of playing time. But Hart was a three-star prospect out of Fort Lauderdale American Heritage where he won two state championships for a great program. Signed with NC State over offers from Boston College. Colorado, Iowa State, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Pittsburgh, Rutgers, Syracuse, Texas A&M, and Wisconsin. So this guy's got talent. Six foot one, 225, 230 pounds. Uh, and Illinois, obviously after losing Jake Hansen and Milo Leifler, needs some talent there. And then the three scholarship linebackers you return aren't even going to be available during spring ball. Kalon Tolson, Tariq Barnes, Shimon Cooper all had season-ending injuries that all required surgery and will keep them out for spring ball. So C.J. Hart should walk into a starting spot, should get almost all the reps during spring ball, but C.J. Hart's not going to be the only linebacker, or he shouldn't be the only linebacker that uh, Illinois adds here. Dylan Rosiak is a freshman coming in. Kalen Villanueva is a freshman coming in. But uh, Illinois now ups themselves to six scholarship linebackers. And if Bielema runs... A, a linebacker-heavy defense, which we expect, that number's got to grow. That, that number's definitely, definitely got to grow. Uh, Illinois went in with too few linebackers last year and then a couple, several injuries, uh, and they were down to, to walk-ons towards the end of the year. So uh, I expect a couple more linebackers for Illinois in the transfer portal. We'll talk about a transfer portal miss here in a second, but Josh McCray is a, is a really interesting prospect. Had several SEC offers as a linebacker. Um, and he certainly has the linebacker look. Uh, six foot two, 200 and uh, let's see, 225 pounds. That's what his high school uh, coach told me, Jed Kennedy. Um, so whether he's six foot one, 215, or six foot two, 225, that's a big player. And when you turn on his film, he's more than just a big running back. So he's more to me than just a, a Rayvon Bonner type. Rayvon was five foot 11, 215. Um, you know, McCray's bigger than that, and he's already got a Big Ten body. He's going to add more strength once he gets to Illinois with Tank Wright and the strength and conditioning program. So I think you have a short yardage back that this year you didn't have, right? Like when you're thinking about big backs the last couple of years, when you think of Dre Brown, like he's not he's not really a big back. He's about the size of a versatile back you want that can you know be a three down back. Dre is five foot eleven, two twenty, two fifteen. Uh, somewhere around there, and certainly could get some tough yardage for you. But it's different when you have a guy that's six foot two, two twenty-five, probably can get up to two thirty-five if you need to. But McCray, I mean, we could call him a running back, and that's what the graphic said that the Illinois commitment graphic said, and that's what he's listed at, and that's what I would probably list him at. But I think he's just an offensive weapon. I, I think he could be a real super back type player. Or Wisconsin used these fullbacks, right? Or Northwesterns used these superbacks before, where they just kind of sneak out of the backfield and are able to get those big plays against you. And you just don't have a lot of those, and defenses don't account for them a lot. So you see him at Enterprise, and he plays in the slot, out of the backfield, at H-back, kick returns. 
He gets the ball in straight handoffs, jet sweeps, screen passes, dump-off passes in the flat, downfield throws, and even had, had a couple of direct snaps. So I'm just really intrigued by what they can do with him. And I like that kind of versatility, and I do like that Brett Bielema is thinking of different ways to get athletes on the field because he's a really good athlete. He's not just this chugging running back. And that's what I think of with Rayvon Bonner. And that could be a positive piece for you. Rayvon had 10 touchdowns uh, during his career. So he made an impact, but I think McCray's different than that. You know, some of the guys that Beal has used maybe at Wisconsin for that, um, Derek Watt, Brady Ewing. I know these aren't big names, but they were nice pieces to winning teams. I didn't want to say John Clay because John Clay went for thousands of yards at Wisconsin, but he's got that kind of size. John Clay went on to be a fullback at the next level, kind of H-back at the next level. That That's kind of what I would see out of McCray. So maybe not blazing speed, but he's got speed and he's really comfortable as a receiver. He's really refined as a receiver. Uh, and his high school coach said he, he's got some of the best hands he's been around and He's been around some really, really good players at his stop. So um, I think that's really interesting. He had offers from Arkansas, Kentucky, Ole Miss, South Carolina, and Tennessee. Uh, but all those offers were as a linebacker or as a safety. So really interested to see uh, what Brett Bielma does with them. But I like that he's a little bit different than what they have on the roster. And, and when I start thinking about that tight end room, you know, if, if this is what McCray eventually is, kind of a H-back, super back or whatever, um, you know, you got Luke Ford right now, Daniel Barker, supposedly going to announce w- what he's going to do soon. But after that, Griffin Moore, um, and then nothing really. And tight ends and, and H-backs and super backs kind of players are really big for Bielma's offense and Troy Peterson. Troy Peterson's talked about having 12 personnel um, a lot. So that that's multiple tight ends. It's, you know, moving these chess pieces around, giving some eye candy. And I think Josh McCray can be that. And I think he could play pretty early. Um, so I, I think next year you could see him on the field because they, they just don't have another piece uh, quite like him. So I, I find that piece interesting as well. Uh, there was a little bit of bad news. Not that it was unexpected, but Mookie Cooper commits to Missouri. And I know when he went in the portal, my eyes perked up. I said, whoa, hello, when Mookie Cooper went to the transfer portal because it wasn't all that surprising. I think Mookie can play at Ohio State. Um, he's good enough. He's talented enough. He's the best of the Trinity prospects, but it's Ohio state. And we see year after year, how many wide receivers they have. And I think Mookie was the lowest ranked of five wide receivers. They had in that class or four wide receivers. I can't know. Don't know the exact number. And Mookie was number 97. I believe that's, that's just how good that's the embarrassment of riches that Ryan day has at Ohio state. Um, so Mookie decides to move on and he'll make an impact at Missouri because he's really, really good. And, but this isn't unexpected. When I, when I first checked in and said, you know, can Illinois get him the minute he went in the portal and the word I got uh, out of Illinois is it's not going to be easy. Basically was, you know, might have a chance here, but it could be tough because it seemed like Mookie Cooper had already made up his decision. Now, Corey Patterson, could he have, you know, Corey Patterson's not yet as of what we know now, isn't on Brett Bielema's staff. He's, he's currently under contract for Illinois, is under consideration by Bielema for coming back on staff. But he can he sell Mookie Cooper to come here right now? I mean, he doesn't even know if he'll be here in a week or two. So I think that was difficult for him. And I just think Mookie kind of already knew where he was going to go. 
And that's at Missouri where, you know, Drinkwitz has got that thing rolling, man. And I think that shows what kind of impact someone with energy can bring to the in-state program. And, and all these guys in St. Louis, even the St. Louis metro area with these St. Louis kids, you bring that kind of energy and commitment to recruiting the in-state kids. You know, Missouri, you know, SEC is very difficult. And Drinkwitz is going to have some challenges there. But it's the same thing Illinois and Brett Bielema can do in the state of Illinois, in Chicagoland. And having a guy like Corey Patterson certainly could help in St. Louis, or having another staff member in St. Louis certainly could help. But the other thing about Cooper committing to Missouri, it just shows again how much you know equity or how much, what would I say, Illinois fans hope for this because it's a position of a huge need. Illinois just doesn't have a game-breaker in that wide receiver room. I think Brian Hightower can be a really good starter. I think Casey Washington can be a solid Big Ten wide receiver, right? And, you know, you see flashes out of Kyron Cumbie, but he's really, really small. James Frenchy, highly ranked prospect. First year, not going to make a big judgment on him. Got down the field on punt returns. Maybe he can turn into a difference maker at some point. Mookie would have started for Illinois last year as a true freshman. Right, because he can just make plays happen. I I go to these Trinity games, and one time my brother came with me, and I said, "Watch five. When he gets in the open field, it's a different level of speed, even compared to one Isaiah Williams. Isaiah Williams, one of the most electric high school athletes I've seen on a football field. Mookie Cooper has another level of speed, plus there's power behind it as well. Just a guy that when you get him the ball, you know, in space, he can make a play." He, he can hit a home run in space. He can take a top off a of defense or defenses. You know, you can move him in the jet sweep and defenses have to be like, oh, there's, there's five. We got, we got to pay attention to him. Illinois just doesn't have that right now. Uh, and they got to find, they got to find some options at wide receiver. And, you know, they've missed on a couple of local guys like Cooper, like Dominic Lovett, who's going to, uh, going to Missouri out of East St. Louis, uh, like AJ Henning, who's now at Michigan and We'll see if his head coach is still at Michigan. I'll be I'll be watching for that. So he's certainly um, losing out on Mookie Cooper for it's a third time. You know, like I I love watching Mookie Cooper, so I would have loved watching him at Illinois. Uh, but he committed to Texas, then he decommitted, and they committed to and signed with Ohio State, and now he transfers and he goes to Missouri. So I just don't think Mookie Cooper's probably going to end up Illinois. But now you got to go find a guy like him, and that's one of the top needs in this class and the transfer class. And I do think they'll have more options because that transfer portal continues to fill up, guys. It continues to fill up. All right, when we come back, let's get some more insight into the first transfer commitment for Brett Bielma, linebacker C.J. Hart out of NC State. What does he bring? Let's talk to our Corey Smith of PackPride.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network at NC State. He'll break down C.J. Hart next on the On Enquirer podcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back into the on inquire podcast and we know brett bielman is going to be active in the transfer portal especially on defense as illinois has a lot of holes to fill so if they want to be competitive year one which i know bielman does they got to find some guys who can make an impact right away. And the biggest need is that linebacker, and it didn't take Bielema very long to land one. And that is Calvin Hart Jr. gives a commitment to Illinois on Tuesday, January 5th. And let's get to know a little bit more about Calvin Hart Jr. Uh, from R. Corey Smith of our PackPride.com. That's the NCAA state, uh, state site for 24-7 sports. Uh, Corey, can't, can't thank you enough, man, for joining us. How are you? I'm doing great, Jamie. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, so Calvin Hart, um, let's just give a little background on him. He did play the last uh, couple seasons there at NC State. Just uh, give us a little bit, just a bio of Calvin Hart and and what he's done at NC State. Well, you know, he he goes by CJ now. So um, if you you know he's it's a uh, that's the that's the more popular name for him, um, or at least that's what he you know whenever we refer to him, it was CJ Hart, but. Yeah, you know, he was a he was a guy that you know came to NC State from Appomattox, uh, a program that was coming off of a, or American Heritage actually, um, a program that was coming off of a, a you know Florida championship, um, and you know kind of overlooked a little bit at his school. There was some there were some other talented players there at the time, four and five star players, but he was a guy that came into NC State as a you know, a pretty highly recruited player in, you know, in the state of Florida, even though he wasn't, you know, one of the top tier talents that, you know, they considered in that state. But uh, a guy that came in, worked his butt off, he redshirted his first year uh, and played some on special teams. 
but he was a guy that, you know, in, in his second year, uh, filled in and, and, and 2019 played 270 snaps for NC State, uh, played 100, I think it was 165 in the last six games. Uh, part of that was because of injuries and, and him filling in spots. Uh, but he was a guy that, you know, for the part of the issue for him, the reason why he didn't get a lot of time on the field was just players ahead of him being, uh, you know, they just they, they filled up the linebacker room as best they could uh, and just ended up having guys that were, uh, you know, just, I mean, you know, all ACC talent type of guys. I mean, Peyton Wilson is a guy that has, has been an all ACC talent since he got to NC State. Uh, and then Drake Thomas filled a little bit more of that spot. So uh, there, there just wasn't a there wasn't a starting role for him. And I think that's what he was looking for uh, when he entered the transfer portal. So Dave Doran obviously has a very good program there at NC State and defensively, of course. He and Brett Bielema know each other very well. He was uh, uh, Bielema was the head coach at Wisconsin when uh, Doran was his defensive coordinator for four years. Um, so I, they might have some similar styles here. But what did Hart show when he was on the field, Corey? Yeah, I would venture to say that's probably part of the connection too, because a lot of times when we talk to, you know, the the coaches, uh, that it, there's some kind of connection there in the background where uh, they can end up going after somebody. Uh, but you know, when I uh, when it comes to you know his his style on the field, uh, I, I'm, that was the question, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. His, his so his style on the field. I mean, he's a he's a guy that can go sideline to sideline. Uh, you know, the, the issues that he's run into over the years has been, uh, you know, he, he hasn't been as sure of a tackler uh, as some of the other guys that have been ahead of him. And so that's going to be something he's going to have to clean up. Uh, but he is a guy that brings some nastiness to the field. Uh, you know, anytime that he's out there, he has a chance to make a big hit. Uh, the, as I said, the issue for him has been sometimes wrapping up, uh, but in a, a defensive style that Brett Bielum is going to play. Uh, you know, he's going to have a guy that, you know, that can be if, you know, if he's put into, the, put into that starting role, he has experience on the field uh, at the ACC level. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what he's able to do when he gets to the Big Ten. We're not quite sure what Brett Bielema is going to run. Probably a three-man front. Uh, we're guessing with, with a bunch of linebackers. Uh, what does Doran run and where does Hart, where's Hart kind of figured into that? Yeah, so Doran, uh, initially when Hart committed, he was running a, a 4-2-5. Uh, and that was, you know, he was expected to be kind of a, a hybrid, uh, either nickel or uh, play a little bit of, you know, play linebacker. And then, you know, in 2019, which was his redshirt freshman year, they made the switch over to, uh, they made the switch over to 3-3-5. And so he was expected to be, uh, you know, playing some of the kind of what they call as a buck linebacker yeah. uh, or a Sam linebacker. So he wasn't expected to play across the middle. I mean, a will linebacker, not a Sam. Uh, and so he was expected to play one of the two outside linebacker positions. Uh, and, you know, he, he filled in uh, in several games uh, this past year in place of in place of Peyton Wilson. So he was he was more on that you know, that buck linebacker, which is somebody that you expect to potentially drop into coverage. Uh, you expect to be able to get after the quarterback, and is going to be you know one of your free rushers. Uh, so you know, he he filled that role nicely when he was asked to. Uh, but as I said, I think part of the expectation was you just want to he wanted to to have more time on the field. And with Peyton Wilson coming back next year, he was expected to potentially go to the NFL draft. 
Uh, but he's he's basically said that he plans on coming back. So that was part of the reason for uh, for CJ Hart wanting to look for another another program to you know to take on that role. Yeah, so Illinois loses two starters, Jake Hansen and Milo Eifert, linebacker. They, they don't have much depth there. So obviously they're counting on, on C.J. Hart to, to make an immediate impact, likely be a starter for them. And I uh, believe he has up to three years of eligibility left. So uh, what, what would be, do you think, realistic expectations, Corey, for what C.J. can do, uh, whether it's next year or the coming years? Yeah, I mean, I think he has a very high ceiling. That's that was one of the reasons why they brought him into to NC State. Uh, you know, as I said, a guy that was a you know a, considered a three star linebacker coming out. But if you're asking him to be, you know, one of your edge rushers in this program, if you're asking him to be a guy that can step up and and bring some serious like some serious power to this linebacker core, uh, you know, he has that potential. A guy that. You know, this past year only had 18 tackles for NC State overall. Didn't have a lot of time on the field, uh, but still ended up with, out of those 18 tackles, three of them were uh, tackles for loss, uh, two of them were sacks, Mm -hmm. and then he also forced two fumbles, which tied for the team lead for NC State this past year, even though, I mean, he, I would venture to say, probably played a fourth of the snaps that a guy like Peyton Wilson did ahead of him, uh, and that was in 10 games. So, you know, he's, he's a guy that has a really high ceiling, and I think, you know, he was his expectation was to be the starter for NC State next year, and and knowing that Peyton Wilson was coming back, that was to, I, again I I just keep going back to it, but I think he had he had starter potential for NC State, but he wasn't going to realize that potential until two or three years down the line, and and that's where I think it, it you know it helps it helps a program like Illinois to get a guy that has that potential uh, when he gets there. Before I let you go, Corey, appreciate your time on uh, you know CJ. But uh, Dave Dorn's a guy that I think people around here know from his time in the Big Ten, but also at Northern Illinois. Uh, what's he built up there at NC State? Well, you know, I think a lot of people last year, uh, based off of the four and eight season that they had and going one and seven in the ACC, had kind of you know tossed them to the scrap heap. kind of gone, you know, this is a program that's on a downward trend suddenly. Uh, but you know he's he's kind of you know built it right back up this past year in a year where they played all ACC competition. Uh, they went seven and three in ACC play, eight and three overall. They lost their bowl game, but uh, did so without four of their starters on the defensive side of the ball. So they head into this coming up year, you know, <laughs> with with really high expectations, and that's that's part of the reason why you've seen a lot of guys enter the transfer portal because there's a lot of players that have wanted to come back and, and wanted to be a part of what they have uh, going into next year. And, and that's the thing is they're, they're hoping for, you know, not only a nine win season, but try to get to double digit wins next year and try to get to, you know, a, a new year six bowl. Uh, they've got, you know, eight ACC games and they've got Mississippi state out of conference. Uh, but those are all games that they feel like they have a good chance to compete in. Uh, and that's you know that's kind of what they built towards is is 2021 was expected to be their year, uh, and that's you know and, and for programs like Illinois and, and other programs across the country, you're going to see players you know want to transfer out because they want the opportunity that that should have been there for them this year because a lot of guys are sticking around for this 2021 season uh, with that extra year of eligibility. Great stuff, and yeah, Illinois will be very active in that transfer portal, which is just filling up. It's going to be crazy this offseason. Our Corey Smith, part of PackPride.com, 24-7 sports, NC State site. Corey, can't thank you enough, man. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me again, Jeremy. You have a good one.
There you go. Good stuff from our Corey Smith. You can follow him on Twitter at Corey Smith. Go to packpride.com uh, if you want any information on NC State there. All right. That, that's what recruiting wins feel like. Remember? Remember those? I mean, it's been so long. It has been so long since Illinois had a day where they, they land two guys like that. I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to think who's the, the last commitment for Illinois. Um, is it Josh Geske? Right? I think it was Geske and one of the Florida DBs, right? In the same couple of days. Tyler Strain, I think that was back in August, five months ago. So that's nice. It's nice. And and you do have hope to sell again, right? Like with Lovey Smith, after a couple of years, you can no longer sell hope and change and, and all this stuff. Uh, you can do that again. Plus, you have a coach that has college success. And it seems like you got a coach, head coach, who gets after it. So I'm really interested to see what the rest of his staff looks like, where they go after it. Bart Miller, I can tell you already, is getting after it in state. So that's really good to see. They have one guy already who is doing his research and reaching out to prospects, at least starting that process of reaching out to coaches and and getting this thing going in state. And then you have a head coach who's landed two guys basically on his own. That's pretty encouraging. Now, there's recruiting staff there, and I know they're looking at the portal every day. Uh, but it's good to have a coach who does that. And and to be honest with you, there's a little bit of changes here. Like, I'll give Lovey Smith credit. Like, t- within two months of his hiring, he was hired in March, he got uh, commitments from Ricky Smalling and Kendall Smith, right? So he got a couple guys to buy in early. Uh, but Brett Mielema, within 17 days, gets a 2021 guy, right? Within 17 days, he gets a linebacker to commit based on his previous connections so that's encouraging that's encouraging sign how good are McCray and Hart going to be I'm not sure I think you could see both on the field next well you're definitely gonna see Hart on the field next year I think you could see McCray on the field next year as well so got a lot of holes to fill on this roster and Brett Bielma is starting to get to work and we will have the latest uh, on any of their targets that do come up. Again, Isaiah Taylor, Florida defensive back, they've already uh, given an offer to in that class. And I know they're after a lot of other transfers as well. We'll have the latest on that at IlliniInquire.com. You can always sign up for VIP access for just $1 for your first month. So try us out. Know you'll like it. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast and uh, rate us and review us as well. We appreciate when you do that. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.